Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. Welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. I forgot what the first part is. <laughs> Neil, I, Neil's I, not here. I'm the equal housing lender guy. Yeah, I know. Neil, Neil's <laughs> not here. See, Neil? Your friends in banking. That's what it is. Neil, that, that's, what we, that's what we get for not having Neil here for the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anyways, we are here with Coach Bradley Craycraft, uh, the, uh, the head coach of the volleyball team. And uh, we've got three seniors here with us tonight. We got Allie Dillon, Grayson Cord, and Morgan Purvis. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining the show. (laughs) So, you know, Allie, you know, your your cousin's part of this show. Well, Uh in name only, because he ain't been on the show in like I don't know what two, three years now. (laughs) I'm just kidding. He's coaching. Do, Do you listen to the show? Um, I've listened to the last volleyball one that you did with Bradley and Hadley. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to pick that up a little bit. (laughs) So, so coach, um, glad to have you back on the show. We're in season now. I think you said you're eight games in now. Mm -hmm. So how's things going? I, I got to watch you guys play against Augusta, but I feel like that was kind of watching practice. I don't know that I got to see the true meaning of what this volleyball team is. Right. Uh, we're 4-4 four and four right now. Um, we've had a lot of good matches. Uh, we've had a couple that I'd say we would want back. But uh, for the most part, uh, I feel like we're, we're we're heading in the right direction of where we want to go and where we want to be at the end of the year. So uh, eight games in, I'm pretty pleased, uh, especially entering the meat of our schedule with, you know, couple tough road games here and then a big tournament in Tennessee coming up. Okay. So we just had a tournament here this past weekend, right? Yes. And there was, what, eight teams from, from around the area? Seven. Oh, seven. Yes. Did somebody not show up? There was some difficulties with one, but uh, oh. it was still a good day. Gotcha. Gotcha. How did you guys do in that? Uh, we ended up finishing or fourth. Gals. We ended up finishing fourth. Uh, we lost. We beat Rowan. Uh, lost a very winnable match to Sayer, and then uh, lost a tough one to uh, Scott High, and then uh, end of the day, and if you know the way I see it, if I'm not playing for the championship, you know I'm trying to trying to get my younger ones in, trying to get my starters out, you know, trying to give the younger ones a chance to see that varsity level, and you know trying to keep my starters fresh for the matches we have come moving forward. Gotcha, gotcha. So now, when you say very winnable and a tough matchup, is that like we going four or five games deep in those? Yeah, uh, Sayer was a ma- – I mean, the girls can all agree. Uh, we held leads of 
nine to two, ten to two, and nine to four in the first, second, and fourth set, and uh, just couldn't hold on, couldn't close it out. And then uh, the third set, which we won, we won twenty-five to fourteen. So, like I told them, you know, if that doesn't speak to the type of team we can be, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know what else does. And then the same thing with the Scott High match. I mean, we come out, we won the first set, twenty-five nineteen, and then you know, just little mental errors, little you know communication type stuff is what did us in the second and third set yeah well i know you know volleyball is kind of a game of runs right i mean it's like one minute it can be 10 to 2 and the next minute you're down 12 to 14 or something like that you know Mm -hmm. so it's like how does that happen but you know every single volley is essentially got a point attached to it and uh, i remember watching the game against um augusta there were several great serves that were just a little too long, and mm-hmm. and that was that was points that we were giving away. That you know, five inches, it's it's an ace exactly. in, in, instead of a, an out. So, um, and I know <laughs> they're way better than I am. I mean, <laughs> I've played volleyball before, not any good at it, uh, but I was very impressed watching you all were very in cohesion on the floor, communicating all over the place, and. Um, who was the sophomore we were talking about last night? That's Alexis. Wayne. Oh, my gosh. That girl, man, I tell you what, she looked like she was jumping six feet in the air, just killing the ball. And uh, I didn't know what her name was, but I know she was hitting the ball really hard. Uh, so, uh, And we had a pretty good view of of the floor. And I, I, put, I actually sat on the Augusta side so I could watch the, the balls coming this way. You did well, what? Look. <laughs> I had Chase with me. Well, I understand that. Limited handicap seating in the gymnasium <laughs> on the bottom. Okay? That's the first you told. I, that's the first I've heard of that. You sat on the Augusta side. I was sitting at the very end, <laughs> on the front row, very end. I wasn't rooting for Augusta. There was no spots for Chase to sit. It was either the Augusta bench or the uh, Moco benches where we would have had to sit. All right, we'll let I don't pass. know that he would have want me there. We'll, we'll let it pass this time. So, because they take up that whole first row. It's true. So, I mean, where am I supposed to sit? They didn't have the <laughs> upper arena. That's where me and Chase always sit is the upper arena. So, you just tell them to open it up. But I can tell you one thing. It was hot in there that day. Good grief. It's yep. always hot. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Only, yep. only cool place in the whole gym is underneath the fans if you're upstairs. Yep. And then you freeze to death. Yep. <laughs> it's so funny. So, but yeah, I enjoyed watching. I, I thought you guys played well in the cohesion there, and I'm excited to be able to get to come to, to more of the games. So, speaking of hot, did you all play in the barn at all? No, no, you no, didn't. Oh, uh, lucky you! Per, per, the AC was out. Perk of running your own tournament is, you know, our pool that we play in. You know, I always put us in the arena. <laughs> and then the fortunate part about you know how things ended up with the seven team tournament. Yeah. Uh, we only had to win one match of pool play. I would like to have won the second one, but we only had to win one. And we won that one, so it put us into the gold bracket. So we got to stay in the arena for tournament play. So it was nice. Nice. So does that throw everything off, not having that extra team in there? Or is it just simply that? If it, it had it, been the first time six years ago whenever it happened, because I haven't had a team drop before, yeah, it throws a wrench in everything, and I'm in panic mode for the first four hours of the day. Yeah, but luckily I've had an instance with this before, so I mean, it's just you turn the silver bracket into a round robin. Whoever comes out on top of that, your silver champion. So, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, easy peasy, right? As long as it's not your first time, it is. <laughs> right, right. So, um, let's talk to the girls here for a little bit. Allie, I know you play basketball as well. How long have you been doing volleyball? As well as basketball. Um, actually, I just started my junior year playing volleyball. Okay. Yeah. So you're still so, pretty new to it then. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Now, did you do that just so you could get some extra, like, physical time? You know, because I know there's a lot of the the volleyball girls that play other sports as well. Mm-hmm. So. Well, um, I had a lot of friends last year in the senior class, and Lily Kahn actually brought me out and was like, please play, please play. So I came out to a practice, and then I ended up loving it. And then wish I had come sooner. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. We all do. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you said? Morgan, how about you? Do you play any other sports, or are you just volleyball? Uh, I play softball. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're on that killer softball team too. Yeah. What position do you play in that? Left field. Okay. Yeah. 
So are we expecting to go ahead and win region this year? I know we got close last year. Yeah, that was a tough one. We better. Well, well we got cheated out of that. I mean, we, I mean, yeah. we, we still maintain that, right? We've, we've yes. maintained that from day one. Yeah. If Adam was here, he'd have a monologue to do <laughs> right now. It was bad. It was very, it was devastating. That, that call where it went from like three to one to two to one and like imaginary person disappeared off the field. We're like, uh, how did that happen? Yeah. So that was the Harrison County magic is what that was. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you played volleyball? I've played since my eighth grade year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Softball the same amount of time? Yeah. Oh, wow. So you, you're athlete all the way through then. What about you, Grayson? I've been playing for eight years. Okay. Yeah, she's the elder statement in this whole <laughs> in this senior class. Now, do you play any other sports? No, I play volleyball pretty much all year round. I play club and then high school, so it's pretty much been all year round throughout high school. Okay. All right. So you pretty much my life. Now, what position do you play? I pl- I'm a setter. Okay. All right. I I I felt like that was accurate because I remember seeing you yes. hit that quite a bit. And the, yeah, this like is that. why we yeah. need video. Yeah. I'm working on it. I promise I am. <laughs> so, um, Turpening's daughter, me, Tia, is, uh-huh. that, is it Tia? Is that right? Yeah. Now she was wearing the white jersey. Yep. Tell me again bit. what that is. She's a libero. Libero. Yeah. She's That's a, a fancy defensive name. player only. And and so she can't hit the ball over the net, right? Without getting too deep into it. Basically, no. She cannot be used to gain an advantage on offense in any way. She can do things offensively, but there's a very strict set of rules that she has to go by. Okay. So, say – I'm going to set you up for this one. All right. Say it is the third hit, all right? Mm-hmm. She's running out of bounds, and she hits the ball, and it goes up over the, the net for to the opposing side. Is that legal? Yep. Just because of that certain situation? The only thing she can't do is she can't attack a ball above the plane of the net, which means she can't jump and make contact above the plane of the net. So she can't be Alexis. No. Right. And then she also can't set the ball with her hands the way Grayson does in front of the 10-foot line. Okay. She can use it behind the 10-foot line, but if she's in front of that 10-foot line, she has to use her platform. Well, I did notice that a lot of the balls that come across the net, the libero is the one that's grabbing that first shot a lot of times. That's what you want. Okay. Okay. I'm getting there. See, I mean, I've watched a lot of volleyball, but you don't. It, it it's kind of like soccer. I don't really pay attention to those kind of rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, when it when, yeah, the soccer podcast. You just need to sit back and let me and Neil talk. I'm not a soccer guy, but I mean, it's like when you're watching collegiate uh, volleyball or beach volleyball in the Olympics or whatever. You're like not really. Of course, I mean two on two in beach volleyball. There's no libero or no. anything like that, so you're not worried about that. But in the college part of it, it's pretty impressive to watch those kids. I mean, they hit the ball so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you realize how ball how fast and hard that ball is coming at you, or is it when you get hit in the face the first time you're like, wow, that's really fast? Actually, the other day. I went up for a block, and oh, yeah. the ball literally like hit my head. I don't really think anyone noticed though. Like, uh, I noticed. <laughs> yeah, because your head was above the net. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but I mean, that's that's where you need to be, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, being was, able to get it was impressive on both feet. It was impressive to look at because Allie's head was above the net, but it's also impressive because the girl hit the ball to a place where you're not supposed to be able to hit the ball, and Allie took one right off the dome. <laughs> so it's pretty good time. That's pretty good. <laughs> so you all, like you said, you go to Tennessee, uh, but right before that you play Bourbon. Uh huh. Then you've got quite a few games before you really kind of start into kind of district play because it, it seems like you all have got a lot of your district games starting at Paris. No, 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 no. Starting at, starting at, oh, well, Clark County here, the 14th. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's kind of, you know, you got them, you got Paris, you got a couple games, then you got, an, uh, I think you got Paris again, or you got a lot of district games kind of in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you feel like the beginning of the season's gone? I mean, uh, as you said in the tournament, there's a few of the games that you kind of wish you had back or whatnot, but do you feel like that it's progressing enough to where ultimately you want to do really well? With your district games, so you're seated really well going into the district tournament and stuff like that. Do you think you've, you know, 
progressed enough to where you think here in about two or three weeks you're gonna be ready to roll. Yeah, and I mean that was that was the purpose of why I scheduled it the way I did. Just gotcha. knowing that I would have a not necessarily a as you could call it a green rotation as they're all new, but they're still they're learning each other. Right. I didn't want to go flying into the season with a bunch of important matches right off the bat. Got gotcha. you. So I mean they're all important matches because no one wants to lose. Right, sure. But these are also like I've told people, you know, uh, our match tomorrow is against the region champion from last year. Our match September 5th is against the region champion from last year. We just played a region champion last week. Uh, a couple weeks, uh, September 19th, we play another region champion. Gotcha. So, like, I, I've got our schedule set up that, you know, come district play, come postseason play, um, there's not going to be much that you're going to be able to put in front of us that we haven't already seen before. I got you. So, in regards to, like, district play when it comes to like district titles and seating and stuff like that is that strictly district record so like going into like these other region teams that you're playing that doesn't really have an effect on your your region or we your go, district setting we could go winless but go six and oh in district we'd be the number one team in the district gotcha now is our district the same it's Clark, Paris, and Bourbon, like yes. like Bur- most Paris of the Paris finally has a varsity volleyball program, so we actually have a uh, four team district now. Okay, are they uh, are they any good? Or have we played them yet? They lost to Augusta. Did you say that? Is this their is this their first now look, year? First year of varsity play uh, of of for Paris. Yes. Do not take that really? into consideration because you all left points on the table against Augusta. I'm Absolutely, just you. that is right. No, that wasn't yeah. at all. Yeah, because I, I talked to Coach after the game, and I was like, man, they look pretty good. And he goes, hey, <laughs> Augusta, <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't how we. Now, in all fairness, and, and Wes will back this up, as I'm texting the, the group chat before the game, I was like, I think Augusta's in trouble. Because I could tell just during warm-ups, you know, they didn't really have anybody that could jump over the net. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so I, I felt like that was going to be a challenge. And, you know, come out the first game, we murdered them the first game. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the second and third game, we're like, why are we allowing them to be here? I don't understand this. What are you laughing about? Go on. The fact that I said they didn't have anybody that could jump? No, but the fact that you said murdered, you know, I was like, oh, we did. <laughs> I mean, we did. They didn't, we didn't physically murder them. <laughs> So, but, um, well, that'll be interesting. I mean, but what I was going to say is, is don't let your guard down. A team like yeah. that can always yeah. surprise you. Well, yeah, but the, you all knew it. I mean, as soon as you, you brought it up, uh, you all three of y'all went, yeah, we did. Yeah, it yeah. was, yeah. And you, kn- you, kn- you probably know exact scenarios of like, oh, crap. Did that really just happen? Well, I mean, it's so, like, I like it. They had at least four. Aces that that we knocked out of bounds. I mean, just straight up served it over that the end line. I was right at the end line. I could I could see it. Mm-hmm. By the way, John Turpening, if you're listening to this, some very close calls that were questionable on your calls. I'm just telling you. Cut <laughs> <laughs> him out. <laughs> not, that, not that I'm calling you out or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> so what do you? So what does obviously Paris might be? You know, obviously, very green this year. Yes. So, um, what does the rest of the district look like historically? You know, where where have they been, and you know, what do you what's it look like this year? Um, historically, it's typically between. I mean, I'm not trying to toot our own horn here, but typically, it's between us and GRC. I mean, that's just. I mean, even la- even last year in a down year. It came down to us and GRC. Uh, Bourbon is scrappy. They're not just going to lay down. But uh, we will, for one of the few games this year, we'll be the bigger team on the floor against them. Uh, I I like to think we have the upper hand there. And then GRC will be a good match just because, I mean, GRC has some players. Yeah. I mean, a lot of their better players are young, so I'm hoping we can maybe play to that and that can come into effect. But – I, I like our chances this year to win district just as much as I have any other year I've coached. Uh, we talked about last week with the, with the soccer girls um, that it tends, it seems like 
Montgomery County and Clark County have separated themselves in all sports, mm-hmm. really, in all honesty. Uh, so, so you know, it, it's you want to win that district, but at least you know, right. you know, you don't want to overlook people, obviously, right, definitely. But you know, it can well because I think that's what happened a little bit last year in the district tournament. I think people saw that we went winless in the regular season, and uh, mm-hmm. we first said, I mean, first said we got the bourbon wiped the floor with us. Missed twenty five to six. Yeah, but I, I think some people relaxed and became complacent, and uh, we ended up still making it to the regional semifinals. So you never want to overlook anybody, and that's sure. what I try to tell my team: is I don't care if we're playing Paris, I don't care if we're playing South Oldham, I don't care if we roll in Assumption. Like we got to play everybody like they're the same. Sure. Same group. Absolutely. So we were completely winless last year in the district up until oh the in district, the district up gotcha. until the district tournament. Yes. Wow. But that's just Bourbon and Clark, right? That was just Bourbon and Clark. Last so you play them Paris two times had each? a team, but once I saw them start warming up, or no, once I saw some of their scores, I called their coach and was like, hey, um, we'll just play you freshman and JV because it, it wasn't going to benefit us at all to play them in varsity. Yeah. So. Gotcha. This year it's on. Yeah, this year I have to, so. So basketball's the same way. It's, it's Clark and Montgomery County. Softball, did we play Clark County in the finals? Um, not in the – think it was in the fun. district um clark county they used to be pretty good at softball now they're it's right. normally yeah oh that hurts our feelings <laughs> to be not honest, really but, um <laughs> it they are pretty good like you can't you definitely can't overlook them like you got to go home ready to play yeah i i, I don't know why it just that just kind of seems to be where we're at with it right now in a lot of these sports. And I, I think a lot of it comes down. I'm not knocking anyone else. It's just there's been a lot of turnover in coaching at the other schools. And then you look at us and uh, Clark, and, you know, you see a little bit more longevity. Yeah. As far as coaching goes, like Kanan, the volleyball coach, has been there now going on his third or fourth year. I've been here six years. Dustin, with our girls' basketball program, has been here five or six years. Uh the who's the guy for who's the big dude for GRC? <laughs> He's big. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie's been at GRC for a long time. Right. I, I remember. I remember Robbie back whenever he was the JV coach at GRC for the boys. Okay. I love Robbie to death. Yeah. Uh, Robbie. Josh Cook has been there for forever. I mean, and I mean, I know we just hired Jason Mays, but I feel like that's going to be a name you're going to hear around here for a while. So it's, I hope it's, you're it's right. Just, it's just longevity of coaching. I think is what's really separating the schools. Yeah. I, 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 and I agree with that. I mean, our, both of our soccer uh, coaches have been, yes, been around for a while, and, and we do very well with that. Uh, I know our uh, ladies' soccer team is, is still seeking that first district title, mm-hmm. and uh, they feel pretty good about that. So, senior-wise, are you the only three seniors that we've got? Yes. So, so, so you've been coaching a young team for, to, for two years now then. Yeah, and last year was – it's one of those you can't really look at wins and losses last year because of the valuable time that typically those girls wouldn't have got on the floor. Like, typically up until last year, a brand-new player like Allie wouldn't have seen the floor because I've always had two middles that have played for two, three years that, yeah. you know, own that spot. But being the team that we were, I'm looking up and I'm like, hey, she's athletic, she can jump, she's coachable, Meh, throw her in there, let's see what happens. Yeah, She ends up being top 20 in the state blocking. Uh, Sarah Zink. You can't keep that type of an athlete off the floor unless you have the teams like before, like I've had. Yeah. So just being able to work those girls in and get them that valuable varsity time is paying off this year because now it's not new. There's no, oh, I've got to catch up. It's just learning how to play next to each other. So have you all noticed from last year to this year? Because how many, you only had one senior last year? Had, you had seven seniors it's last a year? Lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a whole new team. Okay. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Sorry, I, I I thought we I saw I graduated came. fourteen the past two years. That's right. That's right. So now, year before last was the year that we went to state tournament, right? Yes, that's right. And so there were several seniors on that team as well, though. Seven. Yeah. So that's this is a big difference, right? You only got three this year, right? <laughs> so now, um, I noticed in the JV game, Emma. I can't remember what her last name is. Cedarstrom. Yes. Yes. Uh, she was libero in that game. Mm-hmm. Now, if, I, what grade is she in? She's a junior. Okay. So, she was on the bowling team 
yes. where she is on the bowling team as well. She bowled with Caitlin last year, mm-hmm. so I got to got to know her, and and she's very sweet. And I mean, JV team looked pretty good too. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. Um, we've got a really good group of young talent coming up as well. And I mean, that's like the other day uh, playing who was it, Round County, just for fun. You know, I'm. I'm threw Sophie Fouch in there to set. And I told Grayson, I was like, hey, you're going to swing for right now. And it worked. <laughs> like, it was one of those things. Took him off guard. Yeah, it, it caught him off guard because now all of a sudden we have three hitters in the front row whenever we're custom having two. And I just have another person that can come out. And Sophie understands and has bought in. It's not perfect. She's a freshman. It's our first year trying to run the tempo we're trying to run. But, like, it's not because of lack of effort. Yeah. It's just lack of reps. Yeah. But she's she's getting better every time she touches the ball. They, they talked about uh, there was a freshman that the girls on the soccer team last week was bragging about that, you know, one of their freshmen has been like, she's so versatile. We can put her out there anywhere that we want. And, I mean, that that's that's unteachable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you cannot teach uh, the effort and the mentality that it takes to be able to bring in a young player and count on them to be in invaluable spots. You can't teach that. I'll ask the same question that I asked them. Have you all seen someone from last year that you thought, okay, they've played pretty well, but coming into this year and played the eight games you've played so far, do you all know somebody off the top of your head that's like, they've made a big change from last year to this year? Yeah, absolutely. Alexis. Yeah, she's (laughs) – yeah, honestly, I could say that. Yes. Honestly, the majority, like the majority of our team. Yeah, like, yes. like Tia, Alexis. Sarah Zink last year, her hit, and I mean, her hitting against uh, Sayer the other day, it was literally, it was insane. And Lexi Ham has the prettiest swing I've yes. seen. Yeah, like it's so pretty. So, so maybe not. I mean, Alexis seems like a consensus, but it seems like the whole team yes. from last year to this year, you all have noticed as seniors and just as a team in general. There's a major growth there. Yeah, and the bond that we have now. Yeah, it's like, I feel like usually it's just like freshmen go here, sophomores go over here. But like this year, it's like everyone is a family. We're all connected, and like it's just honestly. It sounds familiar. It does sound familiar because the girls last week were talking the exact same thing. And I mean, that's what makes a quality team, right? And and they were, that was one of the things that the girls bragged about last week was like, there's no drama. We're friends off the court, not only on the court. Yeah. And we're like a family, like you said. And, you know, that's the type of uh, things that get you through a tight spot, right? Mm-hmm. The games that you had Saturday that you know you should have won, mm-hmm. two weeks from now you'll win a game because of that. Yep. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, Absolutely. so you can't you can't teach a bought lesson, so to speak. And, that you know, losing a game that you know you should win, is like, eh, all right, I'll chalk that one up. We That won't happen again. Yep. And so you'll be able to, you know, be able to overcome that. Now, change the subject for a second. You can't call timeouts. What do you mean? <laughs> Can you not call no, timeouts? No, in, in, no, that's in soccer. They can call timeouts. I have, I have two <laughs> timeouts every set. I was thinking that I uh, scratch that whole thing. <laughs> Anywho. You can call timeouts in soccer? Nice. No. Grayson, what? you are my new best friend, okay? <laughs> because I was I was treated last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. That was last week. That I was the dumbest person on the planet for well, not knowing that. I feel like soccer games will last three hours. Yeah, no, there's, no. there's a thing called Google. You could probably look up the rules real quick. Who uses Google? <laughs> That's like reading the instructions when you're building something. You just don't, you don't do it. You don't do any pregame, do you? Now, I get out the encyclopedias that I had when <laughs> oh I was a kid. <laughs> So, as as seniors, have you all relished, um, like, taking these younger girls under your wings yes. and, and being able to see them grow? Do you all enjoy seeing that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I it's can. so cool to watch, especially helping the younger girls with something that you had to go through a couple yeah. of years ago. Just, just like he was saying, you know, he brought Sophie in, so... You probably gave her a little pep talk before yes. she came in, and then yes. and then was cheering her off from the from the bleach yes. from the sidelines bleachers. I was in, in the exact same position my freshman year. Okay, and instead of like being negative, like I was so positive to her, like she is, she can be just just as good. Got you, got you. So, is there any particular person that you all 
kind of have, you know, done the same thing with? Um, usually whenever it's Ellie or Alexis, I'm with both of them up front and waiting on a serve. You know, I hear them talking and they're just like, I'm scared to swing. I'm scared to swing. And I'm like, listen, I'm like, lock in. You're good. Like swing as hard as you can. I don't care if you mess up. Like we all mess up. It's yes. fine. You just got to get past. Alexa them. shouldn't be a sh- a sh- uh, scared of anything. Oh, she shoots cannons. Oh, absolutely. And I'm like, who cares if you hit it out? Get it back next time. Like we're good. Cool. Yeah. And I've also seen them grow from, grow from that already. Like, right. At the beginning of the season, a lot of people were getting down on themselves, but I can already see a change in eight games. So just like you said, your strategy of, of scheduling the way you did mm-hmm. seems like it's already paying off, and once you get into, well, playing Clark County on the 14th, it looks like, and then you've got numerous things, it looks like it should pay off um, just by their sense, and I'm guessing you as a coach, you've seen that. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the few times in my coaching career i mean i've only it's only been six years as a head coach but still i've had a lot of teams a lot of different personalities this has been one of the few times where i've had a whole team actually buy in to what i'm doing and what we're doing as a coaching staff because like i've told them and you can they can attest to it i don't we've rarely ran the same rotation twice in a row just because we've got the versatility we've got the personnel that we can keep people guessing when we want to so and that's tough because that means sometimes Someone might go in and play three sets, and that means the next match they might not play at all. But it's just it's coming in with that mindset of whenever he calls my number, I'm going to be ready and I'm going to give it everything. Because like whenever you all were asking about the biggest surprise that it uh for me it's got to be Ellie Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Ellie Smart. Lewis. I, like so I was, we were stuck in a match, and it was South Oldham. Mm-hmm. We were down two sets, to nothing. And I was, you know, I, I didn't know what. I was like, I looked at my assistant coach. I said, we need a spark. I said, I'm going to flip everything. So I, I looked at Ellie. I said, you ready? And she said, yeah. I put her in. She comes in, immediately gets two kills, walks back, gets two aces right off the rip. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so the next match, you know, first set goes, and we're kind of eh, whatever. I throw her in there, boom, another spark. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because the thing is, is, you look at Ellie, you're not going to think much of her as far as volleyball goes. Because she's only about five, 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 six, yeah. maybe. But she's just she's worked so hard in the off season as far as you know timing and control and clearly her power because she's hitting the ball as hard as anybody right now. I was, I was like, you know, I was like, how do you keep this kid off the floor? Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, is the nickname going to be Spark Plug or is it like <laughs> Vinny the Microwave Johnson from back in the day with the? I mean, it sounds like that she's you know that's what that's what I called her. I called her a Spark. I said yeah. she's been my little Spark Plug. Yeah. Because, I mean, I brought her into the South Oldham game, and, and that South Oldham team, asked them, they were bigger than us at every – their libero was bigger than my middles. Yes. Yeah. They had a 5'11 libero, and I was like, cool, I don't know what I'm going to do with this group. Right. And they were that team that you watch warm up, and, like, we were Augusta. They were warming up, and I was like – I looked at Sarah, and I said, we might be in trouble. <laughs> and halfway through the first set, I think they thought we were in trouble. Yeah. And I called a timeout and I was like, hey, we just got to calm down and we've got to play a little bit. Yeah. Like we're getting touches, but we're just, we're not really going for it. But bragging, okay. When I talked to coach after the game against, uh, after the Augusta game, he, what did you tell me? You told me immediately, you go, I wish we'd have played today with the same intensity we played Thursday night against South Oldham. Even though we lost that game, we played with more intensity. And I mean, so that's, that, I mean, it's common, though, right? Playing up or playing down to yeah. your opponents happens from the NFL level down to peewee football. I mean, it just it just happens, yep. right? And that's why I say don't overlook Paris because if you overlook Paris, the next thing you know, you're down two cents to them, and you're like, what the heck is going on? So um, before we wrap up, I do want to ask. It, so he, he pointed to you, Grayson, a while ago and put you – in that position where you moved from your normal setter spot yes. to to the hitter, can you play all positions? Yes. I mean, doing this just for eight about, years. Just about. Doing this I for mean, eight years. I'm not years. the best at all three, but yeah, I can. If he puts me in, then I'm going to go and I'm going to play the hardest I can at whatever position he puts me in. Yeah, that that's. And I don't know. Grayson was my makeshift middle the year we went to state. <laughs> okay. I had a senior go down with a rolled ankle, and I had to shift my lineup. And I looked at Grayson, and I was like, Grayson, I'm going to put you in the middle like I did at the beginning of the year. And she was like, her, she got real big out. I said, I need you to do two things. I said, get there, get touches on blocks, and be smart if Presley sets you. So that's all I need from you. 
And sure enough, she got touches on blocks, and she was smart when she got sent. Like I was talking about it just the other day. She had one of the bigger kills against Corbin because in the fifth set, we had just got the ball back, and she got a Presley setter on the right side, and she was able to tool the block, which got us the ball back, and Bree almost served the ace on match point. So, I mean. Nice. Nice. As you should. Versatility <laughs> is very much a strong suit for yeah. this team. Now, one of the other things that I saw strategy-wise, words are hard. You got it. It's hard. Just roll with it. Your front three, like, line up in, like, a straight line from the net back. When the ball hits, they disperse. Is that done? Because Augusta didn't do that. Is that just something that you like to do? No, that's something that's done. I mean, most of your – well, all of your higher-level teams are going to do that because, like, Everyone has a position on my team. You're not just a hitter. Like, yeah. these two are middles. You know, Alexis is now a right side. Yeah. Uh, Ellie and Sarah Zink and a few others, they're outsides. You know, I've got middle back defenders. I've got right back defenders. The whole goal is to get them to those spots. So that's why you see them stacking in the middle. That way, whenever the ball's contacted, they can all get to where they're supposed to be on the floor. Gotcha. Because before I thought balls, it was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it looks cool. I don't know what it's for, but it looks cool anyways. <laughs> so one of the things that we always ask anybody that comes on the show is, I mean, obviously you're playing in the sport, right? Um, Grayson, you're the one that's played volleyball all along. Do you aspire to play in college? Do you have any offers out there if you do? Yes and no. So you're usually supposed to start uh, getting recruited your junior year, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do my junior year, so we didn't really reach out. So I just started at the beginning of this year, so we're still trying to reach out to some coaches okay. and figure out everything from there. But Is there a place you would like to go? I love Bellarmine. Okay. It's a big goal, though, but they said that they were done recruiting for the class of 2024 right now, but I'm going to see how it goes, and if – they end up reaching out, then I would love to play there. Nice, nice. Now, what about you, Morgan? Um, so, I actually went to the University of Pikeville for a medical camp during summer. And while I was up there, I reached out to the head volleyball coach who just came in. Um, and I practiced with the team that day. I didn't have shoes, knee pads, nothing. He gave me a pair of knee pads. I wore my tennis shoes and a pair of shorts and just went up there and played with them and then a few weeks later i came back and went to a camp and i'm hoping to go there and play so okay so you so you think you want to go you you think you want to go to play volleyball yeah and go to the nursing school at the same time which got you yeah okay so gotcha. no softball uh aspirations yeah. <laughs> okay so volleyball is your your your, your gig sport, yeah okay all yes. right now Allie, you got basketball and the the volleyball side are you, you are you leaning towards playing basketball? No, actually. Really? I'm yeah, I'm done, I think. Okay. <laughs> with no, with, with all sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what career wise are you looking for? Um, right now the plan is nursing, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. We'll just see where life takes me, I guess. Do you have a do you have a school picked out? Um well, MCTC, they take a two-year nursing program, yep. so I would like to just do that and get it over with, honestly, but I don't, I, unless I change my mind. It, it, look, my, uh, my opinion, Grayson, I didn't ask you, what do you want to, what do you, where do you want to go I want to be an esthetician, so okay. they do like facial, so if that doesn't work, I'm going to go into dermatology, so either one of those two. Wow. Okay. She wants to put Botox. Yes, that's where the in money's your, at. In your wrinkle spots I'm and, glad and she smooth in things out. I'm glad she explained it because when she first said that, I was thinking, oh, an anesthesiologist. And no. It's like, no, no, I almost funny. had her said it again, and then she said facials, and I, went, I knew exactly what she was talking about at that point. So, um, you know. It's Not one, that I've ever had that done before. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, this this whole time frame is special, right? I mean, it's your senior year. You're you're playing your sports for the last time. You're thinking about colleges and and stuff like that. And, and you know, Caitlin Kuiper. I don't know if you all know or not. Yes. That's my my youngest. Yeah. Um, we went through this whole thing last year of you know where do you want to go to school? She wanted to go to school at at uh, Cedarville up in Ohio at first. Went up there. We loved it. 
I found out how much it was, and I said, honey, I love you, but I don't love you that much. <laughs> Uh, it was really expensive, but we loved it, right? And, but then she got to thinking it's three and a half hours away from home, and it's in the middle of a cornfield. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. Literally in the middle of a cornfield. You look out around the campus, all you see is corn. There's one subway in the town. you got to drive uh, uh, 45 minutes to find the next restaurant. Oh, wow. And she was like, I don't know that I'd really like being away from home that much. I said, I don't think you will either because she's, <laughs> she's, you know, she likes her friends. Um, so she wound up settling at Eastern. She's going on a dental hygienist thing. That's her, that's her path that she's wanting to do. But I'm telling you, the, the medical field, you will not be disappointed with the financial availability for nurses. I, I talked to somebody the other day, and um, his son is married to a, a travel nurse. They don't own a house. They bought a fifth-wheel camper. He's a stay-at-home dad for the three kids. Okay. They're traveling all over the country. She signs three-month deals at a time, and she literally doubled her nurse's salary by by going to do a travel nurse thing. Wow. Travel That's, nurse is where it's at. There, and there's no expense, right? I mean, they paid for this, this, this whole setup cash. They're saving up everything she's doing, so whenever she retires, they're coming. They're going to Tennessee, and they're going to build a house, and that's where they retire. And that was Sean's life minute. <laughs> that's what. That's what. So, but anywho, so I've got one more question. One more, just one. Does Coach wear his boots to the games yes. all the time? Yes. I mean, he's got his he's got his uh, he's practice gear on today. But somebody took a picture. I noticed he had boots on uh-huh. at the it was, game. It was the rec bowl. So now, so now, Yeehaw. I called him out on that. So too. now, here's the thing: it does it on purpose. Does does it? You know, when he needs to get your all's attention and he's not listening to you, you're all not listening to him saying something. Does he stomp on the floor real loud like, "Hey, <laughs> please do." I mean, sometimes he shows up in Jordans. Sometimes yeah, it's the boots. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever's so comfortable boots right? all the time. No, uh, okay, no, no. okay. It's just whatever's comfortable that day, right? Whatever I'm feeling that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, uh, <laughs> we appreciate y'all coming on. I know you got to go uh, practice now, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, thanks for coming on a little early. Hopefully, we can uh, get y'all back on maybe right before the district tournament starts yeah, if, totally. if it fits. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so who's next? Whitley County. Whitley County. Whitley County there, tomorrow at Whitley County. Yep, that's a nice little drive. That's Corbin, oh, right? Yeah. That's down at yeah, that's yep. Corbin. Yeah, Ugh, I hate that drive. It's the longest drive in the world. So, oh. but that's another. <laughs> it's another region champion. So, well, there you go. Hey, we'll bring the speaker tomorrow on the bus. Yeah, yeah we'll get hyped. <laughs> well, good. Well, good luck for sure. Uh, if you, uh, if your parents want to listen to this, drops on Thursday mornings. So uh, that way they can listen to you all talk. Okay. So thank you all again for coming on. Again, we had Coach Bradley Craycraft, uh, seniors Allie Dillon, Grayson Cord, and Morgan Purvis. Thank you all so much for coming on and staying with us. Thank, thank you. you. So we welcome in Neil with us now as we get ready to wrap up the show. Hey, Neil. You didn't have to welcome me in. You guys are too sweet. So uh, I thought that was a great uh, interview with Bradley and the girls. Man, it was so good. <laughs> we had... You couldn't. You were so silent because you were just in awe. We I was in. We awe. didn't have an extra mic, so you just sat off to the I side. Did. And I listened. just listened. My goodness, and nodded like, yes. Coach Craycraft and those three seniors, man, they got it going on. Yeah, they're starting to to develop that cohesiveness and congeal. And, <laughs> congeal. That's a good word. So, I, I thought maybe we might take a few minutes at the end of the coaches' show and maybe go over some of the the other sports that we've had this week. We had. Football team had a pretty bad loss. Uh, and, you know, I talked to Coach the other day, and he's like, it's 14-14, then, then we're down 21-14. We're going in to tie the game. Next thing you know, we fumble in the red zone, and the game is out of hand. Fumble in the red zone, and they ran it all the way back. Yeah, and uh, he, he thought maybe they might have got a little tired. And, uh, you know, we do play at a pretty fast pace on the offensive side of the ball, and we have several guys that are – Playing both sides of the football as well. Yeah, Wes, I mean, you were there, so I mean, I mean, they ran. Mason Kenny ran the opening kickoff back. If that doesn't happen, that's you know possibly seven points off the board. Yeah, and then yeah, the, it's the a fumble, little deflating when that happens, right? The fumble being eighty plus yard uh, return. Yeah, um, 
is is deflating also. If you take those 14 points off, um, then, you know, it's 20 to 14. Yeah. So, I mean, they were in the game the whole time. Yeah. You could kind of tell after that that I think they lost a little, you know, momentum's a, a, a lot in any sport. Yeah. And you could tell that they lost a little momentum. Um, but, listen, compared to the last few years when we were playing um, – <laughs> the likes of Frederick Douglass and Scott County and, and great crossing. They've got some players. The offense is there to make plays and they've made some big I mean, plays. J- Jacob's been playing pretty good at, at quarterback. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, thrown a couple of costly interceptions, but other than that, he's throwing the ball pretty accurately. Um, Haddock's had a pretty big game, uh, you know, receiving wise. So they're 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 coming around yeah, for I mean, sure. They've got they've got players there that just you know they're just trying to work through, through some things, and um, I, I think they've got the schedule to yeah. go right on along and forget about that game and and yeah. go right into the Bourbon County game this year uh, Here, this week. Here's the deal. I thought that would be a kind of a trap game for them. Uh, you know, we had talked about Mason losing. The amount of talent that they did they off did. A, off a team that was very successful ten last and zero in the regular season last right. year, right? But if you're going to goof up early, goof up against me. That doesn't hurt us. And on the road at that, on the road, I, it's our f- first true. We're you look up and down the Montgomery County roster. There's a lot of young guys. You're right. There is, and you know that's a lot. That that's the first true road game for 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 some of them. Playing major varsity minutes, right? Well, I mean, in court, our sophomore quarterback at that only his second start, first one on the road. So you you know you factor in the weather. Um, they did have to wait. I, mean, I did. You had two delays, right? Right, pregame. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, we first of all wanted they wanted to start at eight thirty, and then I think they moved it to eight because it didn't get as hot because they had suspected it was going to be you know too hot to play, so they moved it to eight. 8.30, then back to 8, and then it rained out of nowhere and so and stormed at that. So they had lightning delays till 8.15, got started, and with nine minutes left in the first quarter, so they played five minutes, there was another lightning that was 50 miles away from us. Didn't matter. There's another 30 right. minutes. So you, so you factor all that in. I figured, and I even told you guys that it was going to be tough, I look for a huge bounce back this coming week against Bourbon County. I, I can't think agree. I think the offense gets us together. I think uh, I think Manchild Cole Rose goes out and uh, has another big game. Uh, and you know he didn't he didn't show the tight end uh, aspect of his game at the rec bowl. Didn't didn't I don't think he ran a, a tight end set at the rec bowl. So you know then they threw him in there as tight end in Mason County, and it was I mean. Two plays, and uh, he first, number one, he blocked on a play that ended up being <coughs> a big play. Then he made two more big plays, uh, one for about twenty-five yards uh, or so, and then he had the touchdown. So, well, and there's probably no more as sure-handed a player on the team. There may be some players that are as sure-handed, but probably not many that are more sure-handed than Rose. I would tend to agree. So, um, I expect him to have a big game. I really expect a big game out of Haddocks this week. Uh, I think uh, this is – I mean, Bourbon's down. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, based off of, uh, you know, the scoreboard. And uh, our friend of the show, the doctor of sports, doesn't do a whole lot of talking about Bourbon County football. No, he is he is uh, uh, flapping his jaws about Paris right as now. As he but should because no, they're pretty two good. games and they've only given up 12 points. Yeah, yeah we and, have them here in two weeks. And they've scored – Triple digits. Yeah. Um, so he is. He is. He is letting giving people the what for <laughs> because Paris for a while has been the been the whipping boy, yeah, right? right. Teams teams have ran it up on them. Yeah. So uh, I say all that to say I, I expect a big game from the Indians this week. Uh, I think I'm gonna go on record right now. Twenty seven six is the final score. Wow. Montgomery County. I like it. Good deal. I like it. Um, Volleyball it, team went two and two uh, over no, the weekend. I heard. I heard. Yeah. At the Dink Scott. Yeah. What? Uh, and then the soccer? girls' girls' soccer team. Um, let's see. They 
went up to uh, they went up to uh, Campbell County. It was a big game for them. They lost, but it was four to three. So I mean, they're they're right there for that team. And and I would suspect if we had them on, they'd be like, there was a few things that we just missed. Yeah. But but you know, a loss that I think gives them an understanding of okay, we know what to do next time around if we if we see them in the region. And then they uh, came back, and another region team uh, played Scott High down here and beat them one nothing. So okay. a pretty good week for them. Good week, one on one. Yeah, um, boys soccer. Um, they went. Let's see. Let me get the old uh, scoreboard here pulled up. Um, so if we're going back, let's see. Well, let's see. They they lost to Dixie Heights. On the twenty second, two one. That's a region op- uh, opponent, also though. No, I'm sorry, that's not a region opponent. That, that's that's region. That's region nine, and a lot of the times we end up playing region nine out of the out of into the Sweet Sixteen, um, uh, whether it's Rowell, Dixie Heights, um, coming to Catholic. So I was going to say they're all pretty th- good. I was going to say those three teams you just named are always in there, right? Uh, uh, challenging to win the ninth region. Yeah, and and all of those teams up there, whether it's Newport Catholic, D- Dixie Heights, um, uh, Boone County. They're all good. Right. Um, they, you know, there's not much attrition there. Um, so, you know, a pretty good showing there. They came back and beat um, Ashland. Um, and depending on how the draw goes, because it's a draw now for the who you play in Sweet 16, it used to be a rotating thing. It used to play, you know, if you got out of the region, then it was a rotating. You'd play Region 9 one year, Region um Region 11 one year and Region 12 one year uh, in the Sweet 16. That's all gone away now. It's a draw. So you don't know really who so, you're going to play in the first round. So it's, of, it's of like Sweet 16. Sweet 16 basketball now. Correct. Right. Correct. Gotcha. Which it should be that way. I agree. It, it, it's been it's been pretty good. Uh, well, I, I mean, mean if you're been, ultimately going to have to compete against any of these other teams to win the state championship, you'd as well divvy it up the, the way that it should right. be. It, it, I say it's pretty good, but since they've been doing it, We've not moved away from the regions that we've played. We've played Region 12 twice, and we've played um, Region 9 once, if I'm not mistaken. And Lexington has gotten Region 16 at least once, maybe twice, and you're kind of going, what happened? Right. <laughs> somebody's got somebody's doing a little FIFA over there and putting the balls is, in the right places. Is David Stern drawing the, the cold <laughs> envelopes out? So, uh, and also can't forget athlete of the week was Noah Wallace. That's yep. right. So, uh, he, he, uh, he's put together a really good season. Yeah. I far. mean, the, the games right before that, I mean, they beat Boyd County six, one beat round County six, one and beat Russell, uh, independent four, three. So and, and that was in the stretch that he scored the eight, eight goals. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they did lose to, um, uh, North Oldham. And they lost pretty handily, ten one. Uh, but now North Oldham. What is it with this North Oldham? The volleyball team talked about losing to North Oldham too. Are they Nelson, that good? North Oldham, uh, they're on the outskirts there of Louisville. Yeah, uh, pretty new school. They kind of they kind of know us pretty well too. Anderson County used to always have to play Oldham County. I guess the the North Oldham is where they've split and and now. Well, they had they had Oldham County and South Oldham. Okay, and they built a new high school. Okay, yeah. so they got three now. Yes. Oldham, North and South. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and like like I said, they kind of know us pretty well because their assistant coach is the winningest coach in Montgomery County boys soccer history. Okay. So, did he pass Linden? I think so. Ooh, need to vet that, but he has two hundred plus wins as as the uh, coach here, Nick Pinnell. Okay. So, but they're pretty good. They were really good last year. Did they make the final four last year? Or did they get uh, I don't, beat? The, the last couple eight? years, they've been one of the favorites to win it all, and they've not right. been able to get over the hump. Right. And I mean, same difference this year. They're really good. Cool. So, and cool. then uh, of course on on the cross country side, uh, they they raced at a pretty big event. It's the Bourbon County Colonel Charge. Um, a lot of teams usually come here to be a part of that because, fun fact for you, the Cross-country state championship is hosted in Paris at Bourbon County at their uh, cross-country course. Oh. So, anytime Bourbon County has an event, 
a lot of schools come because that's their only chance to run the track, gotcha. yeah. run the run the course. Uh, Ava Plum, out of seventy-seven runners, finished seventh. Nice, strong showing. Uh, she's been strong all year long. Of course, she's went to state the last two years, um, and she's well on her way to going to state th- th- three straight years. Um, and I might have misspoken. She might have been the state all four years she's ran in high school, or all three th- so far. And then out of on the boys' side, out of a much bigger field, 102 runners. Uh, Mr. Drew Thompson was the uh, first finisher, and he finished 29th out of 102. Okay. Uh, with another solid time. I mean, he came in, I mean, you 30 seconds or less, and he, you know, potentially breaks the top 20. Yeah. So, uh, you know, cross country is one of those wonky things where you, uh, you know, a slow start or, you know, you get bogged down going up a hill or maybe, uh, you know, you kind of get gummed up behind other runners. They, they uh, you know, go around a corner or something and you lose a little bit of time and you and you just, you know, you, it's kind of hard to regain sometimes. So yeah. um, uh, my, my son Skyler ran his second middle school meet at Bourbon. And he started in about the top 20, and every time I saw him run around, he was in about the same spot, finished 13th, uh, but there were 162 runners. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, so he gets to run varsity this week, he's right? Running, he's, he's running varsity on Wednesday in Ashland. So, yeah. so uh, pretty excited about that, proud papa, huh? I am. It's uh, you know first, first varsity experience, you know, kind of a big deal in any sport if a middle schooler uh, gets some varsity action. So uh, we'll see. And I, you know, I've I've prepped him. I'm like, you know, you know that you're going to be running against men, like grown men that are like 18. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I know. And I was like, So, so you're going to have to trip some of them I, in order to gain advantage. So I said, I, you know, so we always something I started doing with him this year was we always set goals. So what's your goal today when we go into when we go into a meet? Uh, you know, his goal. The first meet was to be the first Montgomery County finisher in the middle school side, mm-hmm. and he and he did that. His goal last week was to beat his previous week's time, and he did that by thirty plus seconds. Um, this week, running his first varsity, his goal is to be in the top five of Montgomery County finishers. That's that's what he said. That and I said that's that's certainly an achievable goal. Now you, you're going to have to work because uh, uh, there are. Three or four boys at the top that are pretty tough, uh, but Drew Thompson that I named he uh, he is uh, kind of the you know he's the guy. Like if you want to compete, especially for Montgomery County side, that's the guy you got to keep up with. So Skyler's goal, he said, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up with Drew. Well, if you keep up with Drew, you're probably gonna be you're gonna be up there in the top twenty twenty five. Well, I mean, I don't know if you want to uh, talk about this, but um He's got a little extra um, protection over him um, for the rest of the season. He does? Yeah, he's got a little extra shield now over him for the rest of the season. Oh, you're talking about um, he went through the waters. He went through the waters. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, listen, there's nothing that mo- makes all four of us more proud than to see to see one of our own, Yeah, you know, Get baptized yeah. and have a have a little extra shield on him for for this season and the rest of his life. Well, and I mean, we just had Allie Dillon on. I, she yeah. she she went through the waters. There That's were right. twenty seven kids, a lot of athletes. Um, so, not to get on a not to get on a religion soapbox, but God's on the move here in Montgomery County, especially in our schools and among our youth. And boys, we just got to get out of their way. <laughs> yeah. It's but like it truly is special. I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to congratulate Skyler because I have, I haven't been able to see him yet. No. But you know, I know your I know your wife listens to this, so she does. So she maybe does. she'll you know relay the let, message, relay the message, and let Skyler <laughs> listen. But we want to congratulate Skyler. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, there was twenty seven kids, like you said, that all got baptized uh, Sunday night. At, at uh, here at Living Water, and those twenty seven kids all got saved at the same time, and they all wanted to be baptized to, together. Yep. So that's how that came out. That wasn't a that wasn't a preacher thing. It wasn't nope. a church thing. The kids were like, "We want to do this together." Yep. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but uh, 
That's that you know. So we'll have the coach on in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You said they get gummed up or whatnot. I've always wondered. I thought the exact same thing. Strategy they, I, would be something to I've also always talk wondered, about. They just, they just get up to the line and just go. So It's not time trial. It's just. Listen, I, it, you're talking about a guy who is as much a novice as you can get when it comes to cross country. I've watched several events in the last year and a half. But, you, but you've seen this start, and that's basically all I was asking was, you said gummed up, and I, the immediate thought – picture that I had was 102 kids at the starting line and they go bang and that's what go, happens <laughs> so you have your guy with the gun like in track and you hear he goes ready set fires the gun and then how many ever runners just take off and that's the exact sound it makes <laughs> that, that's exactly there is a lead vehicle that they follow so because a lot of these kids don't know that they've never ran on the course before so okay it, whether it's an ATV Four-wheeler, whatever, but there's a vehicle they follow. And um, like two weeks ago when they ran in Montgomery, Skyler got a really slow start. And I asked him afterwards, I was like, what happened? And he said, when they took off, they all tried to take the inside approach on the first turn. Understandable. And he said it just didn't happen. They got gummed up. Like he, and was, all, it, he was it, trying to get it. Got, it got clogged. So it is – so last year, Skyler's strategy was he ran as hard as he could, as fast as he can, for as long as he can. And that's all the strategy he had. So he'd be coming. Of course, he was only running just a little over a mile last year because he was considered elementary. So come the, that last little bit, that last, he's, he's dead. <laughs> the dude is dying. And, and he probably could have won another race or two last year at his age level had he paced himself a little bit gotcha. better. But it's like the guy that won the middle school this this week at Bourbon finished a minute faster than the second place kid. Oh. He was moving. But he led from the opening gun to the very end. And and so if you have the ability to start that way, yeah. And then the stamina to keep that pace up, that's the best way to go. But interesting because you think about it, Skyler ran against 161 other racers. Right. I mean, that's a lot of kids. That's a lot of kids, especially just at well, a starting line. In the picture that you shared, there was 20 kids in that one photo. Yeah. I mean, just all there together. Yep. I mean, and it's just a matter of a few steps right. difference. Well, so the kid that he's running behind is his teammate, Riley. Uh, Riley's last name is Sammons. Riley Sammons. He's an he's an eighth grader, and him and him. Him and Skyler kind of have that friendly competitiveness going on, right? And uh, Riley was beating Skyler up until two steps from the finish line. And as they were coming, I asked Skyler, I said, at what point did you realize you could pass him? And he said, I don't know. He said, I felt like I had a little extra left. And he passed him maybe a step ahead of him. I mean, it was almost a photo finish. And there's a photo that I saw going around of Riley, and you can see Riley just looked at him like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, Riley had that, you know, that picture, Riley said Riley's ahead of him, and it had pretty much been that lead the entire, the entire race. He had, they, they, like I said, they started in the top 20, top, top 25, and every time I saw them, they were about that, but they were always, you know, you know, 17, 18, you know, 15, 14, like it was yeah. always that way. And, uh, that's not a bad. That's not a bad strategy to have but, somebody that's running around, you know, and you all are just like, okay, we're gonna pass this guy, we're yeah. gonna pass this guy, we, you know, and you just challenge yourself all the way through this field. Yeah, that is that's pretty cool though for for Skyler to be of the mindset that he's like, I think I think I can take him. I got a, I got a little bit left. Yeah, so so he just kicked it in extra gear and crossed the finish. Of course, line. I tell him, I'm like, son, you're so tall and lanky. If you can figure your stride out. Yeah. You'll gain time, yeah. just because you're just, yeah. because he runs with a lot of kids at little, and he is absolutely shooting up like a sprout right yeah. now. I mean, and I noticed that last night. I was like, "Good, he's grief. got he's got the build of a runner." So yeah, yeah, chicken wing a few people on the at the start, right? Sure is good thing he's fast, right? <laughs> right. I t- you could do. <laughs> Lucy was looking at at the start, and you you know you got all these runners there in their stance, and you just got Skyler Skyler there with his hands on his hips, just like. 
looking around, and she was like, he's not even ready. And I was like, well, they really haven't told him to be ready yet, but that's how he starts every race. He's just kind of like, all right, well, it's about time to go. As soon as they, as soon as they shoot this gun off, I'm going to take off running. I just started running. <laughs> right, right. So, Boy, you sure are fast. Well, that was uh, just a you know, little recap. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, we'll try to do that every, every I, I week. Just, I just kind of had that thought the other day. I was like, man. We we could we could have an extra ten minutes on the show yeah. just to kind of talk about what other sports are going on. So I thought it was pretty pretty cool. So, anyways, um, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook. Also, remember to help promote our Coaches Corner, our our uh, Athlete of the Week, our community, our teams, our coaches, and our students. They deserve it. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.